When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Wolfpack Sports Network. On the Wolfpack Sports Network from Learfield, this is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Doring, presented by Coors Light. Over the next 60 minutes, we'll hear from head coach Dave Doring and give you the inside scoop on what else is going on around NC State football. Wolfpack Weekly is brought to you by Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, the Triangle's premier sports pub and bar, located in the heart of Raleigh off Hillsboro Street. Coca-Cola, new look, improved taste, new Coke Zero Sugar, and by GFL Environmental, because everyone wins when we take care of the environment. Now, alongside Coach Doran, here's your host, Tony Haynes. It is a pleasure to have you with us tonight for Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light, the NC State football team. One and one after dropping a game at Mississippi State over the weekend. 24 to 10 was the final score of that one, but it's now time for the pack to bounce back, and NC State will have an opportunity to do just that 
when it hosts the Furman Paladins on Saturday night at Carter-Finley Stadium. We'll kick it off at 7.30. Our pregame coverage on the network begins at 5.30 p.m. Coming up over the next hour, we'll be talking NC State football with you. Coach Dorn will stop by at the bottom half of the hour. Um, I'm Tony Haynes. My co-host, as always, is Jeff Gravely. We're going to start things off tonight with Brian Mitchell, who's in his second year as the cornerbacks coach of the NC State Wolfpack. He's from Waco, Texas, played his college football at BYU, and I know he has good taste in restaurants. And that, at the end of the day, it's really all that matters, right, Coach? Yeah, you got to have a good meal every once in a while. So, so your second year, I mentioned your second year at the mm-hmm. staff. When you, when, and you've moved around in this coaching business, as most coaches do. I'm sure the first thing you want to do when you get hired, you want to you find a house. you got to got to live somewhere. But then number two on the list, maybe, For, you, hey, where the restaurants yeah, are? Yeah, this is Raleigh. I mean, you can get at a different restaurant every night of the week. And, and we've done that. So, I mean, I'm going to take advantage of, you know, not being in a small college town and being in a nice metropolitan area. And, you know, there's going to be some advantages to that. Absolutely. Who do you not like to take to dinner on the coaching staff because you know it's going to hit you in the pocket <laughs> the most? Well, it's it's twofold. I mean, Coach Wiles is, is you yeah. know, is There's my – There's a surprise. My, you know, he's my cohort, but, uh, I mean, he's going to pick a really nice spot and, you know, and we're going to have a good time with it. But he's going to, you know, he's going to pick the spot and it's going to be the right spot for him. <laughs> You don't want to lose bets to the defensive line coach and the offensive line coach, right? No, no. And if you do, the bet's not right. So you better get the bet right <laughs> next time. True. So. Our defensive staff got together on uh, Sunday after getting back early in the morning. That's the way it goes. You play night games on the road. I think the pack got back to Raleigh at uh, 3 a.m. But coaches work. They work hard this time of year. You guys had to break down the tape. What was the overall assessment of the defense's play in that game against Mississippi State? I mean, overall, I mean, there were some really good things on the film that you can coach off of and, and that are very encouraging. I mean, having shy battle, you know, make the fourth and one stop, that you know, coming awesome. off a crack replacement, you know, seeing Derek Pitts making some plays on the ball and playing really tight coverage. And, you know, your third down. I mean, we were three of 13. I mean, something that we emphasize, you know, week in and week out. Uh, but there were also some things on film that you could say that we're not great at yet. And uh, we're going to keep striving to, to go do that in practice and, and, and improve upon some of those situations and, and, you know, help this team win a football game. I mean, we could have helped this team win a football game Saturday night. I'm sure all the coaches feel that way in their mm-hmm. own silo of positions. But from a standpoint of your first year here last year to this year, one thing I've heard Coach Dorn talk about a couple of times is we're playing the ball much better in the air. Do you guys – do you feel like your guys are playing the ball much better in the air? I do. I mean, of course, you're not going to always be perfect, but that's what you're that's striving for. That's the life for. of a corner, right? But, you know, the best thing we do is practice. And when you're out in practice and you're putting those kids in those situations, they're going to be more comfortable, you know, during a game setting. And that's what the format in practice has been. I mean, we're going to challenge those guys, hopefully in every aspect of the game, so they can improve. You were with Mike Leach for a few years, yes. right? So you you know that offense pretty Very well. Very well, yes. You go into a game like, if I tell you before this game, NC State's defense is going to hold the air raid offense <laughs> to 316 yards and 17 points. I say 17 because defense not responsible for Agreed. the kickoff return. Sure. Right. I mean, you would have said, I'm taking that, right? You know, yes. I mean, I was with Leach for four years, and there was only one team that held us under 20, you know, and let alone 316 yards. But when you look at the film – you know, you're saying there were some things that weren't detail-oriented that needed more exactness. And if we would have done that, it would have hopefully been a little more lopsided than that. 
Is the offense the same now as it was when you were there? Same. Exactly. Very same. <laughs> I mean, there might be some wrinkles, but the plays are still the same. And there aren't many plays that they have. He's got that little piece of paper that he folds up in his exactly. hand, writing with that left hand on there, making some notes. So, as Coach said, as aren't, there aren't as many to defend, but you better defend the ones they run well. Exactly. I mean, there may be a, a little wrinkle to each one of those, but he may run mesh 20 different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's out of a two-back, one-back, you know, a bunch set, a motion to a bunch set, a motion away from a bunch set, and it's still the same play, but you <laughs> need to have, you know, the discipline. It's just like playing option. Yes, you know, they're gonna is. They're going to keep going at you, going at you, and try to find a weak spot, and, and that's what he does. When I'm doing basketball each year over the uh, watching Syracuse play defense, you know, you may get some shots against Jim Beheim's zone defense in the first half, but then he kind of figures out how you're trying to attack him, and he makes the necessary adjustments in that zone because he knows it so well. Exactly. Does Coach Leach do the same thing? Yes. I mean, that's why you see the little piece of paper. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just formations, it's plays, and that's it. I mean, it's, you know, they may have only run maybe one or two run plays and then maybe six pass plays. But they're running it out of three-by-one, two-by-two, you know, two-by-one. I mean, they're running it out of a lot of different looks. Has he ever used a tight end? Gosh, if he had one, he must inherit it. <laughs> True. Because <laughs> I don't ever remember recruiting one in my four years there. <laughs> you know, Coach, you, last year I remember before the season began, we did a Zoom interview uh, with Chris Ingram and Tayshawn Smith, and you kind of crashed the Zoom to kind of welcome, to introduce yourself to them because you'd never got to work with them. Well, you never got to work with them last year on the field. How great is it just to have those two guys with what they've been through be on the field in practice and available for games. One, I'm 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 touched that I get to coach those two kids. That's awesome. I mean, they're special individuals that come to work every day and you talk about football IQ. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're diagnosing, you know, situations like a coach. And just to have the skill set that they have and the experience, you know, of the years under their belts, it's just refreshing to be in their coaching this year with guys that are four years or five years into the program and Derek Pitts and Shai's got, you know, 15 starts under his belt. I mean, you're talking a different language to the kids now. And just having those guys be leaders and, and be like player coaches for me, you know, it's 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 unbelievable. I mean, it's it's been a while since I've had that kind of, you know, leadership in my room where I've got older guys and I've got the mid-level and then I've got the young guys that can learn. Uh, from the older guys you know I've seen Chris at practice Mm -hmm. being one of the more vocal guys out there and as soon as the guy comes off the field he's in their ear to help them yes you know and I that when you that kind of accountability I think will help after a game like Saturday well I mean he brings that knowledge Mm -hmm. you know and that that level of comfort that some of the kids need to get from their teammates. And it's not saying, hey, it's okay. No, it's saying we can be better. Right. You know, we can do it better. But it's coming from a quiet voice, and it's coming from from experience. Chris, 39 snaps the first game, didn't uh, play on Saturday night mm-hmm. against Mississippi State. It's funny, you got him in early, though, in right. the South Florida game, and they threw one right at him immediately. Mm-hmm. It was kind of testing him out. Just how challenging has it been for him to get back on the field and become a player again? Well, he missed 19 months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and a lot of kids, uh, you know, they've got some rust on him. But I tell you what, Chris still has a sharp mind. You know, his body is still getting back to where it needs to be. And, you know, we're going to get him in some more games. You know, how do you as a coach 
you know, the players t- t- accept the responsibility. How do you as a coach try to get your guys to rebound after a Saturday disappointment where if you look in their eyes after a game in the locker room, everybody was surprised and hurt at the same time. How do you get them past that to play another game on Saturday? Well, first and foremost, it's always us. It's never just player coach. And I'm always going to start with that. It always starts with me. And, and if my guys aren't doing the things that we need to do to help us win, then that starts with me. And it takes a little bit of the ownership away from them. But in the process, hey, what did we do in practice that week? Did we do what we needed to do to go win a football game? Mm-hmm. And that's on them. That's their ownership. And if we can blend those two together, like today we went out and we had a very energetic practice today where guys were focused and tuned and we played with exactness, and that's that's where you're going to get better. And that's where you're going to get that taste out of your mouth, you know, to get ready for the next game. Shy Battle had five tackles in the game Saturday night, and that's one thing Coach Leach will force your corners to do with yes. some of his plays to, to get off blocks and make tackles. What's the next step for Shine Battle? Well, it's, it's always going to be football IQ. I mean, you can play this game for 20 years, and I'm coaching this is my 27th year, and there's still things that I see – that I haven't seen before. Uh, I mean, he's going to have to be a kid that, you know, he's always studious as far as learning the game. You know, it's just going to take reps and reps and reps where things aren't as new to him. But having a starting point of zero last year, I mean, he's he's grown leaps and bounds, and I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more proud of him. Coach, we're recording this in the uh, press box mm-hmm. at the uh, radio booth. This is kind of the level – vantage point that you have but it's you and just just you and coach roper do you guys get lonely up here no. <laughs> everybody no, else is on the sideline there's, there's a few a, more guys in yeah there. <laughs> there's a lot of chatter but i've got a couple of uh you know young men right next to me and cody gibson and and uh, chris ellsworth that are very sharp individuals that you know we share a lot of information so we can get it passed down to Coach Gibby. And, and of course, I'm talking to Coach Defoe and, and, uh, and Coach Archie Lindsay, and Lindsay, Archie Lindsay. And uh, so we're, we're passing a lot of good information, but it doesn't ever get lonely. How much verbiage goes between upstairs and downstairs? More than people think. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're scripting every play down to the motions to the shifts to whatever coach Gibby wants to talk about in between series and if we need to make an adjustment we bring it to his attention and say hey this young man needs to have you know eyes here or we need to shift our backers over to this or our secondary he needs to fit here you know so there's a lot of communication that coach Gibby is asking for and and we've got to be point on and every now and then you'll hear this <laughs> of course, y'all are, y'all listening? On the are you listening? That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've I've been around a long time yeah. doing this, so you'll hear that occasionally. Oh, right? that's just the comp- you know the competitor in me. Sure. Well, and, I, I'm uh, not saying it was you. I mean, yeah, well, I'm just coaches over the years, something happens. It's it's intense. Well, when you're in there, when you played corner and you hit people, you that's that's oh, in yeah. your DNA. It is right. It is. It just you know you. You want, you know, people say good things about your guys and you don't want them to get out there and, and not do what you've been practiced to do. And, and uh, But, I mean, there's some intense no situations question. up there. You good. would expect it. Yeah. Yes. Coach Mitchell, thanks for your time. We appreciate hey, it. Good guys, luck this thanks, week. Coach. Brian Mitchell, cornerbacks coach at NC State. You know, having a pet can be expensive. However, preventive care such as vaccinations can keep your pets healthy and reduce long-term costs. Members of the North Carolina Veterinary Medical Association remind you to love your pet. See a vet. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light from Learfield. 
And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Hey, Wolfpack fans, make sure to visit Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, conveniently located on Hillsborough Street, for all your game day needs. With over 20 LED TVs, cornhole, championship pool tables, and a huge selection of draft beers, it's perfect for groups and large parties. Visit BrickHouse-NC.com for more information and to view our upcoming events. That's BrickHouse-NC.com. Come check us out. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. At Fiesel, when it comes to your roof, we don't mess around. We always start with an elite leak barrier, purpose-built cap nails, and the highest quality American-made shingles. It's the extra effort that allows us to provide homeowners with a lifetime warranty. The details matter. That's why you hire Fiesel. Fiesel, a proud supporter of NC State Athletics. Learn more and schedule your free roof inspection at FieselInc.com. As an NC State grad and president of Raleigh's North State Bank, Larry Barber invites all Wolfpack fans to choose North State. No matter what walk of life you're in or from, that makes no difference. Your background makes no difference. It's, it's that you need and deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. So that's a very foundational part of our organization, doing what you say you're going to do. I think that's what it, and I think that's what people are looking for. North State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender and proud member of the PAC. There's never been a better time to be at Pinehurst Resort, the home of American golf. The championship legacy of Pinehurst number two endures as the U.S. Open's first anchor site and is just one of nine championship golf courses to experience. Enjoy a loop on the cradle, the short course that's been hailed as the most fun 10 acres in all of golf. Off the course, indulge in craft beer and barbecue at the Pinehurst Brewing Company or relax in the stylish North-South Bar. Pinehurst, a proud sponsor of NC State Athletics, has never been better. Go to Pinehurst.com now to plan your visit. This season, NC State has had one quarterback sack through two games. Food Lion Feeds is a proud partner of the Wolfpack and will donate 1,000 meals to our local food bank this season for each sack. And the current total, 1,000 meals to feed our neighbors in need. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light uh, from Learfield. I'm Tony Haynes with Jeff Gravely. Coach D will be with us here at the bottom of the hour. Coming up this weekend in the ACC on Friday night, it'll be Central Florida traveling to Louisville. Central Florida 2-0. Cardinals are 1-1. One one. On Saturday, jam-packed day, it will be a noon start for Boston College at Temple. Also on Saturday, number 24, Miami, which is 1-1, one one, will host Michigan State. And that's a noon kickoff. Also at 12 noon, Western Michigan visits Pitt. 
a noon kickoff. It's going to be a lot of noon games uh, coming up on Saturday. Albany is at uh, Syracuse. Also at 12 o'clock, West Virginia entertains Virginia Tech. 3.30 is the game time for Georgia Tech and Clemson in Death Valley. Also at 3.30, Wake Forest at 2-0 will entertain Florida State, which is 0-2. What a painful way to lose for that, the, that for the Seminoles. That was crazy. Uh, man, last play of the game. Holy incredible. Smokes. And Northwestern is at Duke. That's a 4 p.m. kickoff. And then in the evening, Virginia travels to number 21, North Carolina, at 7.30 p.m. And also our game at NC State, Wolfpack hosting Furman. That's also a 7.30 kickoff. We'll begin our pregame coverage at 5.30 p.m. Tough enough to lose the game at Mississippi State. A real gut punch, though, when we got the news on Sunday that all ACC linebacker Peyton Wilson and the safety Cyrus Fagan uh, – They'll be out for the season after suffering injuries in that ball game, and uh, you have to really feel for well both of them. Peyton Wilson, though, he just hasn't been able to get away from the injury bug. He's had two knee surgeries. Uh, he had both shoulders operated on during the off season, and he comes away with apparently another shoulder injury in the first half, late in the first half at Mississippi State. And you know, Cyrus Fagan had gotten off to a great start. He had an interception in the first game for NC State. They loved the way he was breaking on the football from that safety position. But unfortunately, the Florida State transfer, he is going to also be out for the rest of the year. Let's hear from NC State receiver Thayer Thomas, who says that the news that Peyton Wilson and Cyrus Fagan would be lost for the year really hit him hard. Yeah, personally, it was a little bit more for me because um, I've roomed with Peyton probably two or three different stints over my career here. Um and I just have known him for a while, and I hosted him on his official visit here. Um, and it's just been tough, right, because he's, he's dealt with a lot since he's been playing here. And um, he just – he's pretty high in spirit, you know. He, he just wants us to go out there and play hard and continue to uh, have a chip on our shoulders the rest of the season. And then now that I'm moving with Cyrus now, um, it's been tough just being his – I mean, I live in a two-bedroom apartment with him. Um, but he's, he's one of the most positive people I've ever been around, so – um, he's still positive, and it's been good to hear both of them be as positive as they are. Um, but, yeah, we're definitely rallying around them and going into this game and um, pushing forward for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, Peyton Wilson, uh, your all-ACC linebacker a year ago, led the league in tackles. Everybody expected him to be a part of this uh, incredible threesome of linebackers for NC State. It's still a strong core, but let's face it, it's hard to replace a guy with that type of talent and drive on the football field. Had a, had a motor that never quit. I mean, the one sack that NC State has this year was his on Saturday night. I mean, he ran down the quarterback like it was nothing. He used all 22 miles an hour that he has in those legs. And, you know, that's the amazing thing. You know, Peyton never played afraid that he was going to get hurt. I think back to when he was in high school. He injured his, he had his first knee injury on special teams as a star player. And so he never shied away from whether I'm going to be injured or not. He played with a motor that just would never quit. And it is sad to see because, you know, he was had a tremendous year last year mm -hmm. and was really going to have a tremendous year this year. And for Cyrus, you know, a guy that came in and fit in so well, felt like this was home. And, I, you know, you hate it for both of those guys. And for Thayer to room with both of them, that yeah. has to be tough for him as well. Nobody's going to want to room with Thayer anymore. No, I think Thayer <laughs> now has a single uh, apartment to himself. Yeah, well, uh, Grant Gibson, NC State starting center, says it's really tough to watch teammates suffer season-ending injuries. 
So when we first found out, you know, the first thing is that I feel bad for for uh, both of those guys, you know, because I've seen how hard they work and I see how badly they want to help this team. But we also understand that we can go out there and and uh, honor them with our play. So that's what we're trying to do this year is we understand that they can't play, but we want to play hard for them because we know that if they were out there on the field with us, then they would give us everything that they had. So yeah. that's what we plan on doing for the rest of the year. Yeah, I don't know if this team needs any more incentive, but that just adds to the list right now. It does. As difficult as it is from a productivity standpoint to lose those two players, and, you know, I, I think it is going to be a rally cry for the guys. I mean, we saw it last year when, when Devin Leary went down. Uh, we, we saw offensive guys rally around whoever was going to be in next, and I think that's the, that's the mental challenge that these players are going to face is seeing two of their comrades, teammates, go down and have the season taken away from them. That's, that's hard to process. And that's why I'm glad this is not an open week. You get to go back out and play a football game. One of the surprises for me from Saturday night, NC State's inability to run the football against Agreed. Mississippi State. Uh, the offensive line yielded nine tackles for loss and four sacks. Now, it's tougher to play in the second half when you're, you know, you're in the catch-up mode and mm-hmm. you're having to throw the football a lot more. It makes it more difficult to protect the quarterback. But Grant Gibson says the offensive line just has to be better. We just have to execute. And I think that's something that we saw that we didn't do this past weekend, you know, um, like we like we really beat ourselves in some ways. Now, look, we played a great team and they played well, you know what I'm saying? Um, but we got to execute better. And that's something that we know as a team, like the small things this past week beat us, you know, the small details all on stand. We have to play better and we have to fix those things. But we also know that that one game does not define the team. Um, you know what I'm saying? We know that we can bounce back from this and we can learn from our mistakes. It's only a loss if you don't learn from it. And we learned from it a lot this past week. So we're just trying to learn from this game and move forward so it, so that it doesn't happen again. And I don't think it's a mystery that for NC State to be good offensively, and I think this Wolfpack team still has a chance to be very good offensively, it's going to have to be balanced. It's not like Mississippi State where you go out and throw 50 times a game. Yeah. And you don't care that you only have 20 yards rushing. For the way NC State wants to play, it starts with those tailbacks, the offensive line establishing that uh, physical approach at the line of scrimmage, and then Devin Leary throwing off play action. And it's going to give him more time to throw when they get that running game going. So they, I really think it's big for them to get that going again this week against Furman. 25 rushes, 51 passes. Never would have thought of right. that from the NC State offense. And, you know, sometimes you can get down so big. Like last year in the second game at Virginia Tech, you get down so early that you pretty much have to throw and you, you have to – use the running game for what it's worth. But I didn't think, uh, you know, from a standpoint, I think the level of frustration was there in the total first half of what they were unable to do offensively, and particularly in a first quarter where they dominated Mississippi State uh, from a defensive standpoint with just five yards given up right. in the first quarter. That's all Mississippi State could muster, but well, still had a 7 nothing lead. Furman is out of the Southern Conference. NC State purple will be Paladins. Uh, yeah, purple Paladins. NC State will be heavily favored on Saturday night. But Grant Gibson promises that the Wolfpack won't overlook the Paladins. The way that we look at it is, we get twelve games a year, but we work year round for these twelve games. So, so any chance that we get to play, we're going to take advantage of it, and we can't wait to get back out there on the field to play at home again. You know what I'm saying? Like we haven't had fans in a long time, so obviously, so we treat everything the same too. You know, like we worked hard this whole week just trying to game plan, you know, like we still watched all of our film, you know, we treat every team the same because the past two weeks, I mean, like we've seen what's happened to uh, other teams just around and we don't want that to happen to us and we want to go out there and compete hard. 
Well, Grant Gibson always offers a positive perspective. There's no doubt about that. With zero sugar and now even more delicious is the new Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, the best Coke ever. Find out for yourself. Stay tuned. The head coach is on the way. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light from Learfield. Hey, Wolfpack fans, make sure to visit Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, conveniently located on Hillsborough Street, for all your game day needs. With over 20 LED TVs, cornhole, championship pool tables, and a huge selection of draft beers, it's perfect for groups and large parties. Visit BrickHouse-NC.com for more information and to view our upcoming events. That's BrickHouse-NC.com. Come check us out. It's bow time. So it's game time and you got a bunch of rabid fans. Dad, we're hungry. You head out to fire up burgers and dogs and go from grill master to MVP. Then you realize you're out of GAS. Yup, out of gas on game day. What do you do? Drop a big bow box on it. Game on. Feed a family of four with eight pieces of chicken, biscuits, fixings, and tea. It's bow time. Am I dreaming? <laughs> Indeed you are, Liz. Welcome to the apartment of your dreams by Cortland. Wow, everyone seems so happy and full of life. Maybe that's why Cortland received Reputation.com's number one ranking. Ooh, check out that pool. It's full of <gasps> mermen. Quiminon, put that trident away. You're not licensed. Hunky, dreamy mermen. Please don't wake up, please don't wake up, please don't wake up. Eight dreamy apartment communities in Raleigh-Durham. Cortland, next level apartment living. The top-rated public golf course in Raleigh is none other than the Lonnie Pool Golf Course at NC State. No wonder this championship course was designed by Arnold Palmer and is challenging and fun to play for all skill levels. Join a league or take lessons. Check out the latest equipment in the golf shop. You can even have your swing analyzed or get a custom club fitting from one of the nation's premier master fitters. It's all here at your number one course. Learn more at LonniePoolGolfCourse.com. At Fiesel, when it comes to your roof, we don't mess around. We always start with an elite leak barrier, purpose-built cap nails, and the highest quality American-made shingles. It's the extra effort that allows us to provide homeowners with a lifetime warranty. The details matter. That's why you hire Fiesel. Fiesel, a proud supporter of NC State Athletics. Learn more and schedule your free roof inspection at FieselInc.com. Sammy's Tap and Grill has been serving the Raleigh area since the year 2000. Famous for our fantastic food and fun atmosphere and known for its 44 taps and over 70 TVs. Keep us in mind for large parties and for watching your favorite team among friends. Sammy's is located between NC State University's main and Centennial Campus on Avon Ferry Road at the Mission Valley Shopping Center.
This is Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. NC State will try to get back on track Saturday night at Carter-Finley Stadium. Kickoff time 7.30 as the Wolfpack hosts the Furman Paladins. We'll begin our pregame coverage at 5.30 p.m. I'm Tony Haynes along with Jeff Gravely, and the head coach himself is joining us now, Dave Dorn, in his ninth season with the Wolfpack here to talk about his football team. First question coach have those cowbells stopped ringing in your ears yet yeah you know actually uh the entrance was loud you know and there was a couple moments but i didn't think it was a factor in the game like we expected it to be i mean it was definitely a lot of fanfare but our our indoor uh, practices throughout the week were actually louder than you know the (laughs) the quarterback test the quarterback (laughs) test with uh with chris and coach beck that was classic yeah we had fun with it you know i mean i think that's it was a great game day, like I said, after the game. You know, I think their fans, um, their students in particular, the one end zones where they put them, but they were all there probably 30 minutes before the kick. I mean, there was, I don't know, it felt like there was about 10,000 of them in the end zone when we got there. So, you know, it was, it was very, very festive. As you mentioned last week, part of your cowbell preparation was to send a link to every player, <laughs> the Saturday Night Live skit with Will Farrell, Christopher Walken. He came from 2000, by the way, and Blue Oyster Cult was the band, and that was the uh, We Need More Cowbell. So after you said that um, on the show last week, Jeff and I immediately we went home and we watched it over That's a right. couple of times. Absolutely. Now, I admit it, it, that skit was done in 2000. So Jeff and I discussed, we said to ourselves, wonder if the players would get it because some of them weren't even born back then. But you told me yesterday that they yeah. thought it was hilarious. Well, you know, Will Farrell's still kicking. He's still yeah. doing his thing. And, <laughs> and so I think the fact that they knew who he was and have laughed at many of his movies probably made it, you know, relatable for them. But uh, I didn't speak to every guy, but everyone I asked, did you watch it? They started laughing. <laughs> each of them had different parts of it they thought were funny. Kudos to those guys. Absolutely. Coach, when you try to digest what happened on Saturday. You know, part of it is moving on, but also part of it is to learn from it as well. As a as a head coach, what do you try to do f- with your staff? What do you try to do with your players as, as soon as they get back? What's the process to try to rid yourself of a game like that? Well, you have to study it. You know, I, I think you got to be careful saying too much before you know everything that you need to say. You know, I think sometimes you can mm-hmm. – be in an emotional state after the game and say some things you wish you wouldn't have said and and so I'm trying to be cautious of that whatever I really feel on my heart I'm going to say in the locker room but you know I want to get into the specifics of what went wrong I mean I'm going to study the film I'm going to talk to the coaches and then we're going to talk to the players and so we did that you know there was a lot to learn I think um, you know for whatever reason offensively we struggled making plays in the red zone you know, at the end of the first quarter, they had like five yards and we had 100 and whatever, and we had no points. And yep. and they had obviously the touchdown uh, off a kickoff return, but they weren't doing anything offensively. And you got to score points. I mean, that's a bottom line. You can't just move it. You got to make plays and score points. And we didn't do that. So, you know, you come back and look at it and didn't uh, execute the way that we need to, had too many mistakes and didn't make enough plays, you know, and all those things are going to fuel the fire for what the offense needs to do moving forward. You know, looking at the in-game situation, how it unfolded, you don't get the red zone points, you get the turnover, they have the kickoff return. How would you say in-game your composure was as a team and how was your level of frustration as a team? Uh, you know, I thought defensively we kept our composure well. Uh, 
I mean, after the return, you could be pretty frustrated, sure. you know, and, and uh, we weren't. I thought defensively we hung around, and it's particularly, you know, um, the first uh, quarter and, and maybe three quarters of the second, you know, they weren't doing anything. Nope. We gave up a score right before the half, which was disappointing. We were in press coverage, and we shouldn't be in a two-minute drill. We should be letting them catch the ball in front of us. And, you know, Shy got up there and pressed them and got beat. And it will be a teachable moment for, for him something that we coach and you know he just didn't do it so got to fix that but uh offensively it wasn't like we didn't respond we did we moved the football we just didn't finish drives and uh, i know tim would would tell you you know the the trick play we tried in the red zone anytime they don't work you wish you wouldn't have called them right, right? but we ran that play the week before scored a touchdown on it with a run we thought that they'd be undisciplined with their eyes and we'd get an easy pop pass there and we didn't and unfortunately they came down with it when you look at the scoreboard after that first quarter and you're down 7 nothing, are you saying to yourself, how did that happen? <laughs> no, I mean, I was just – I was mad, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was frustrated with that, obviously, for for many reasons. You know, uh, we're traditionally a deep left kick team with Trent, you know, mm -hmm. right-footed kicker. We thought kicking deep right would throw off their return. Uh, unfortunately, he kicked it pretty much down the middle of the field. And that's not where you want to kick the football on a kickoff return to a guy like they got. That number five is dynamic. And so the opposite happened to what we hoped, and it's just one of those things, again, it goes down to executing. You've got to have hang time on your punts and your kickoffs. You have places that you want to put them so that your coverage is in good spots, and then the players got to make plays, and we didn't. You know, none of those things happened. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the kickoff return, and Coach Goble spends a lot of time on return coverage. You're involved in that. It's uh, very important to you as well to win special teams. Um, and I was going to ask you, what did you see on tape from the return? Was it just more about the positioning of the kickoff? Well, it starts with the kick. It always does. You know, if you kick the ball between, you know, the what we call the Nash, so the midway point of the hash and the sideline, uh, you're reducing their field, you know, and so you don't have to cover the entire 53 and a third. And we didn't do that. We kicked it down the middle where the guy had the whole field to work. Mm -hmm. It makes it harder on your coverage lanes. Uh, in our case, we had one player not do his job, which cut off another player, and then we had two players mess a tackle. And so there was a lot of poor play, and it started with a poor kick. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We'll return after this. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Doran, presented by Coors Light from Learfield. Hey, Wolfpack fans, make sure to visit Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, conveniently located on Hillsborough Street, for all your game day needs. With over 20 LED TVs, cornhole, championship pool tables, and a huge selection of draft beers, it's perfect for groups and large parties. Visit BrickHouse-NC.com for more information and to view our upcoming events. That's BrickHouse-NC.com. Come check us out. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. As an NC State grad and president of Raleigh's North State Bank, Larry Barber invites all Wolfpack fans to choose North State. No matter what walk of life you're in or from, that makes no difference. Your background makes no difference. It's, it's that you need and deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. 
So that's a very foundational part of our organization, doing what you say you're going to do. I think that's what it, and I think that's what people are looking for. North State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender and proud member of the pack. It's bow time. So it's game time and you got a bunch of rabid fans. Dad, we're hungry. You head out to fire up burgers and dogs and go from grill master to MVP. Then you realize you're out of GAS. Yup, out of gas on game day. What do you do? Drop a big bow box on it. Game on. Feed a family of four with eight pieces of chicken, biscuits, fixings, and tea. It's bow time. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. There's never been a better time to be at Pinehurst Resort, the home of American golf. The championship legacy of Pinehurst number 2 endures as the U.S. Open's first anchor site and is just one of nine championship golf courses to experience. Enjoy a loop on the cradle, the short course that's been hailed as the most fun 10 acres in all of golf. Off the course, indulge in craft beer and barbecue at the Pinehurst Brewing Company or relax in the stylish North-South Bar. Pinehurst, a proud sponsor of NC State Athletics, has never been better. Go to Pinehurst.com now to plan your visit. GFL Environmental and NC State Athletics are proud to be back again this season promoting Wolfpack recycling excellence through the Zero Waste Wolfpack program at Carter-Finley Stadium. Promote Wolfpack excellence and recycle. You have a chance to do this, do that on Saturday night. Pack is back home, starting a three-game homestand. In fact, Furman will be the opponent this weekend, 7.30 kickoff. We begin our pregame coverage at 5.30 p.m. Among other things, Coach, down at Mississippi State, it's a night game, so you get back here roughly 3 in the morning on Sunday. Did that end up uh, changing your scheduling a little bit the next couple of days? It did. We uh, traditionally will bring the players in on Sunday after 12 o'clock and – We'll have tutoring, we'll have treatment, we'll have lifting, and we'll watch the game with them and then serve them dinner, and, and then Monday's their off day. Um, in this case, we, we flip-flopped those. So Sunday was their off day. We just had treatment in the afternoon for them and tutoring. And then Monday we brought them in and put the game to bed. So we had to wait a little bit longer. Just felt like the, the turnaround would have not have been good mentally for them, win or lose. Um, it's a long season, you know, and you got to bank your sleep hours when you can. And we're having another night game, as you know, this coming week. So felt like it was best to, to be able to get them back here fresh on Monday and, and get that part of their life back in order from a sleep standpoint. And I think it worked. We had a really spirited practice today, so it was good for them. When the offensive players got a chance to watch the clips on Monday, what did they see? A lot of missed opportunities, a lot of poor execution. You know, and it's not one guy. There's multiple guys. And they were frustrated. They were mad. And all the things you'd want them to see, like I told them, we need to learn these lessons in practice and not in games moving forward. And some of them, you know, I think maybe we read our press clippings too much coming out of the opener in some spots and didn't have the same type of mindset. And so it's going to be an eye-opener in a good way um, for our team. You know, and I don't think our defense can rest either. I think, you know, you go into a game like that, sometimes you got to shut people out to win a game and score on defense. And 
sometimes offenses have got to score 50 to win because you're struggling on defense. It's a team game. And, and so, you know, we didn't play well enough on offense. There's going to be games where it's flipped, you know, and we just got to find a way to win. That's the bottom line. However, if I tell you on Saturday morning, Dave Dorn, you're going to hold the air raid offense to 316 yards and 17 points. Again, the defense not on the field for the kickoff return. You're saying, I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pretty impressive for, uh-huh. for the most part to, to be able to do that. Against no, I mean, guys. look, the guys did a good job. You know, like I said, there's we gave them a few plays. Outside of that, we functioned well. We didn't give up a lot of explosive plays. We tackled other than two plays very well. And uh, – Really, the two things I wish we would have done better, we, we didn't get to the quarterback and get enough uh, sacks. We didn't have an interception you know, or two, and, and we had two that we could have had. So outside of that, they played a really good game. I thought Tony and the staff had a good game plan. And, you know, offensively, we just got to get back to the basics. And, and I think as a football team, it starts with that. The fundamental focus that we're going to have this week is going to help us. I was watching the uh, one with Wolfpack football episode on Sunday night, and, you know, I, I saw your locker room speech after the game, and the look in everybody's eyes, I think, was frustration, but also surprise. I think you guys are surprised at the way in the, the way things unfolded, but there was something you said there. You said you can't blame anybody but everybody. In other, in other words, you don't point the finger at one person. It's accountability for everybody. So that brings me to my point. Everybody loves to chuck the deep ball. Oh, let's throw it deep. Let's throw it. What's the anatomy of passing a deep ball when you're talking about a quarterback, an offensive line, and a wide receiver? Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of timing in all these pass plays. Uh, it starts with the protection, you know, and whatever we're doing. So the quarterback has time to go through his progression. And it just depends on the type of deep ball, you know, if it's a fade or a post or a post corner or a deep crossing route, you know, the landmarks they're trying to get to. And then the quarterback trying to lead the receiver away from where the coverage is, mm-hmm. you know. If there's a post player and we're trying to get away from him. If it's a fade route, we're trying to use the sideline and, and create space with what we call a red line to, to run down as a receiver and give the quarterback room. But I think really good deep ball throws. And Devin, uh, in some cases, really good. In other cases, he's not. Mm-hmm you got to give the guy a chance to make a play. And you can't underthrow it where he can't come back and leap for the football. You can't overthrow it where he can't get to the ball. you got to put it where he has a chance to go out and fight. And if not catch it, then get a pass interference out of it. And that's something we'll continue to work. And he's done that well with Emeka. He's done that well with Devin. I think their timing is good. Anthony Smith had right. three opportunities to score, and we missed all three. And so, you know, in a game like that, you get three possessions in a red zone, get zero points. You miss three deep balls that are potential touchdowns, zero points. Those are six scoring opportunities we got zero out of, and you're not going to win when that happens. And, by the way, both of Devin's interceptions this year have been underthrows, yeah. the one to Thayer and then the one to Smith the other night. You got the bad news from the medical staff that, unfortunately, Peyton Wilson and Cyrus Fagan would miss the rest of the year because of injuries. We had some sound bites from Thayer Thomas and Grant Gibson before you came in here, and they, they showed general empathy towards those two guys. They care a lot about him. You could tell that. I think the entire team showing empathy towards them. I wonder about Peyton Wilson now moving forward. Here's a guy that's he's, he's had the injury problems, two knee surgeries, had his shoulders operated on during the offseason. Now he's got to come back from a, another surgery. Do you think his love for the game will push him through all of this? I do. You know, he's not done playing. Um He's got decisions to make, you know, whether he wants to come back and play for us, which I would love for him to do. 
uh, or, you know, throw his name in the, the, the professional ring, you know, and see if that's where he wants to go. And like I told him, we don't even need to think about that stuff right now. You know, just go through the process, start getting healthy, get yourself in a good uh, mindset, stay on top of your schoolwork, help your teammates in any way you can. And when you're in a good place, then we can have conversations about what's next. But he's not done playing football, I can tell you that. This is not an injury that ends his career, and he'll play again. And I would love to see it in the red and white, but whatever it is, you know, I love that uh, young man, and we're going to do everything we can to help him. And Cyrus, you know, he's he's been a great addition to our team. He does have a redshirt year. He didn't redshirt at Florida State. So this is an opportunity for him to spend some time with Thunder and that staff and come back a better player. You know, you you talk about Peyton and the, all the injuries he's had. I mean, I remember in high school he had his first knee injury playing special teams and just the kind of guy he is. But he never shied away from, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt. You never saw him back away because of fear injury, did you? No, I mean, I think for these guys that go through it, there is that mental hurdle. I mean, you, you may not back. see it on the outside, but as a player, um, I've had injuries when I played, and you get out there and – you're worried about it, you know, and once you get through the contact you need to have or the play or the twist of your knee or your whatever and you come up and you're like, man, I'm okay, then you're okay. Uh, but no matter what they do in the training room, no matter how many weights you lift, you have to play a little football and, and feel safe again before you're over it. And I know that's a hurdle for all athletes, not just Peyton, when he goes through that process of recovery. You don't expect to see it, but uh, NC State gave up nine tackles for loss four sacks in the football game at times during the game Devin Leary was feeling some pressure this is a good offensive line I know you feel that way was Mississippi State able to do something with changing looks blitzes to maybe create some confusion up front yeah and it's not all on the offensive line you know there's other players that block um but yeah they did blitz some um they blitzed a lot but in some ways we didn't identify them correctly uh, and then fundamentally, we just there's times where you're supposed to, you know, reach step and guys are stepping opposite. And I think we had a, a record number of missed assignments in that game. We call them mental errors where guys just weren't on top of their stuff. And it wasn't one player, you know. I mean, we're running stretch one way and the guard takes an inside step instead of reaching outside. And then he gets blown up, you know, and all of a sudden you're going to have a TFL. And it had nothing to do with Mississippi State. That was us. You know, we didn't execute enough. And. I think that's something I've talked a lot about with our team. Like, it doesn't matter who we play. It's all about how we play, and, and it's going to be that way for the rest of the season. We have to execute at a supreme level to be the team we want to be, and we just didn't do that. Furman coming in Saturday night, kickoff 7.30. Pre-game coverage begins on the network at 5.30 p.m. We'll take a break. Final segment straight ahead. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Dorn, presented by Coors Light from Learfield. Hey, Wolfpack fans, this is Tony Haynes. Make Amedios a part of your pre- or post-game routine. Amedios has been serving the best Italian food in the Triangle since 1963. Amedios uses authentic family recipes and the freshest ingredients. Are you hungry for some of their famous homemade lasagna or oven-baked pizza? Then stop by and enjoy a good meal and true NC State atmosphere where pictures and autographed memorabilia cover the walls. They're located just inside the Beltline on Western Boulevard. Amedios Italian Restaurant, a Wolfpack family tradition for pre-game, post-game, and every meal in between. NC State Athletics and LS Tractor are making a commitment to honoring our community's first responders this season. If you know of a local first responder who goes above and beyond and deserves to be recognized at an NC State game, submit their story at gopack.com backslash LS Tractor to nominate them today. One local hero will be honored at each home game courtesy of LS Tractor. 
See the LS difference at LSTractorUSA.com. Where am I? It's the apartment of your dreams, Kyle. A Cortland apartment. Full of amenities like a resort-style pool and an exclusive fitness center. Everything seems so perfect. That's because Cortland puts their residents first. <laughs> Check out my dream biceps. Wait, why is my mom my personal trainer? That's it. Feel the burn, Kylie Wiley. It's your dream, Kyle. That's a question only you can answer. Ten dreamy apartment communities in Raleigh-Durham. Cortland, next level apartment living. The top-rated public golf course in Raleigh is none other than the Lonnie Pool Golf Course at NC State. No wonder this championship course was designed by Arnold Palmer and is challenging and fun to play for all skill levels. Join a league or take lessons. Check out the latest equipment in the golf shop. You can even have your swing analyzed or get a custom club fitting from one of the nation's premier master fitters. It's all here at your number one course. Learn more at LonniePoolGolfCourse.com. At Fiesel, when it comes to your roof, we don't mess around. We always start with an elite leak barrier, purpose-built cap nails, and the highest quality American-made shingles. It's the extra effort that allows us to provide homeowners with a lifetime warranty. The details matter. That's why you hire Fiesel. Fiesel, a proud supporter of NC State Athletics. Learn more and schedule your free roof inspection at FieselInc.com. As an NC State grad and president of Raleigh's North State Bank, Larry Barber invites all Wolfpack fans to choose North State. No matter what walk of life you're in or from, that makes no difference. Your background makes no difference. It's, it's that you need and deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. So that's a very foundational part of our organization, doing what you say you're going to do. I think that's what it, and I think that's what people are looking for. North State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender and proud member of the PAC. Final segment here on Wolfpack Weekly with Dave Doran, presented by Coors Light. I'm Tony Ains with Jeff Gravely, and Coach D is here getting his team ready for Furman on Saturday night at Carter-Finley Stadium. One of the tough things to do as a coach, I think, uh, I would imagine, Dave, is you lose a game on the road on a Saturday night, then you got to drag yourself and the coaches in on Sunday morning, look at the tape, make the <clears> grades, <throat> and then move on to the next thing. But I've heard you say it before that you've got tremendous chemistry on this staff is that really valuable when you're dealing with a, a situation like you did on sunday yeah i mean look these are professional coaches these guys are really good at what they do uh, we've all been where we're at nobody likes losing a game when you're picked to win uh but it happens and you know we just didn't play well and i'm gonna tell you i've been here uh in this profession now for a while the, these coaches here take complete responsibility for what they're responsible for they don't pawn things onto their players they take their players performance very seriously you know Sunday after a loss it doesn't matter I mean we could have been playing a noon game <laughs> we're not going to bed like mm. you just don't sleep well as a coach when you don't win so the fact that we got home at 3 30 in the morning that made it for a long night but it would have been a long night no matter what you know we were anxious to get back in here we were anxious to get the corrections made and we were anxious to get back on the grass with the players you know i was looking at some of the the game rebroadcast again watching it again and a guy that just stood out beyond the the tackles was tanner engel yeah I mean, here's a guy that you know 11 tackles but 
even ha just lit up a wide receiver in the end zone. A year ago, maybe that would have been a different hit. But this was a clean, crisp, tough hit. We saw him take guys down out of bounds through their legs or lower body. It wasn't going for the head. It's shown some uh, improvement from a year ago when he had to miss so many games because of targeting. And I know you guys spent a lot of time talking about that. It looks like it has paid off. Well, Tanner wants to be a, a player that has a chance to play at the next level, and he's not going to play in the NFL if he's ejected every time he hits somebody, you know. So he's got to play clean. He can still play, as you saw, physical football and play Absolutely. clean football. And so I'm proud of him for making those changes in his, uh, the strike zone, as we call it, and, and how to hit in the strike zone with your face up, eyes, eyes on what you're hitting. And he's making more plays on the ball, too, and that's critical for him. Like, he needs uh, – for him to – have his first career interception last week or two weeks ago. I mean, he's played a lot of football here for it to take that long. So he's got to make a lot of plays on the ball as a safety, and particularly in this defense when those guys are overlap players in so many of the calls. Peyton Wilson's absence, Drake Thomas is now a captain, and he certainly earned that with his play in the first couple of games. 18 tackles over the first two. He had an interception in game one, 10 tackles at Mississippi State the other night. He's really flying around right now at, at – uh, playing faster than we've ever seen from Drake Thomas. Is he excited that his body is now allowing him to do things maybe he's never been able to do before? Yeah, he's in a great headspace. Uh, he's very confident. I mean, he's one of the best football players on our roster, not just on our defense. I mean, what that kid does every day, how hard he plays, how much it means to him, how valuable he is on our special teams units. He starts on our punt team, and he's money on that. And uh, he's got great respect from the staff, from the players. And, you know, he's earned that that C on his on his uniform I can tell you that there's a lot of respect for for Drake and I know in my conversation with Peyton um, I asked him about it and he said coach he deserves it he'll do a great job leading and so him and Isaiah on that side of the ball as captains I think is well deserved and earned you know the guy that's two guys will have the opportunity to step in at your will linebacker position you'll go with Jalen Scott the sophomore who's played well early and then Caden Fordham the the freshman that started that came in early and had a pick six in the spring game. What are the opportunities for them now to step in a position to try to fill number 11's position? Well, they're both uh, guys that uh, work hard and practice. They're physical players. I thought Jalen really played well uh, when he came in. He had some nice open field tackles. He had a really physical hit on the running back one time. He played Will and Mike all through training camp. And uh, so he knows the, the positions very well. He understands what Coach Gibson's looking for, and, and I think he's excited. You know, I mean, that's not easy when you play as a backup to yeah. Peyton for a whole year, and then Peyton decides to come back, and, you, you know, he's like, that's great. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay, he's happy that he's on his team, but at the same time, you know, the kid wants to play. So, like I tell all these guys, like, you know, be careful what you wish for. You get that opportunity. You need to be ready, and he was. And so we look forward to what he can do with Caden. Uh, he's got to step up, you know. He's probably going to be playing more than we expected to play him at this point, and we need him to step up for us. He's physically able. He's very smart. He's just got to get reps now. Grant Gibson spoke to the media earlier in the week, and he was asked if he stays off social media after a game like that. He says he's got uh, – puts himself in a space called PVO, positive <laughs> vibes only. Yep. But there's also the name Mayor of Raleigh. <laughs> now, did you come up with that? Yeah, I think I, someone asked me about him last week, and I said he's like the mayor of Raleigh. You know I mean? He's so popular. So many guys – People care about him. He's super kind. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Furman uh, briefly. Beat North Carolina A&T in the opener, then came back uh, with a shutout, beating Texas Tech 
over the weekend. And what do you see? Tennessee with the, Tech. Uh, Tennessee Tech. Yeah, yeah but that's to... right. I, I wrote it down wrong. Tennessee Tech, twenty-six nothing dominant defensive game. What do you see from those guys? Well, Furman's a storied program. You know, they've um, been a team that's been in the national championship. I actually played against them in the national championship when I was at Montana. Really? Wow. And beat them my, uh, my second year there. Uh, Bobby Johnson was their head coach. But uh, it's a, you know, storied program. They're used to winning. They're an option, spread option uh, offense that's got a lot of different blocking schemes, a lot of different run game, good play action series. They, they do still have some spread uh, quick game stuff. And on defense, they're somewhere to Wake Forest. You know, they, they don't do a ton. They do it really well. They're sound in what they do. Their kids are very technically sound. They're going to play a, a, a team. Um, we're going to play a team that's very motivated with nothing to lose. And as we've seen in college football, these are games you can't take for granted, you know. And so we're going to compete. We're going to really have a good week of practice. And I think we're going to be more motivated by how we just played than what we have to play against. We're going to go out there and just play as good as we can. And, and the biggest thing I want to see is just the execution and how we need to go out there and play as 11 players, uh, you know, playing for each other on each snap and limiting the mental mistakes that we had a week ago. How much time do we have, Tony? Okay, I got one thing. Coach, I was watching Chris Weber's Hall of Fame speech over the weekend, and he said something that I just I – just, I said, this is what I needed to hear after a game like Saturday. There are moments when you stand alone, moments when you can't cop out, moments when you question everything. It's all about the commitment, all about the moment when people doubt you. Embrace the journey. Don't run from it. Sports is the most fair platform because it's unfair to everyone. I thought that was pretty spot on. Yeah. A, a way to try to bounce back after Saturday. Another opportunity. And as you mentioned before, plenty of football to play the yeah, rest of the mean, season. All of our goals are in front of us right now. Sure. You know? And so if you're going to take one, I guess taking it in the non-conference is a good way to do it. But it needs to be something we dramatically get better from. And uh, last year, if, if it's like Virginia Tech, you'll see a team that's very spirited coming from that loss. And Dave, uh, not you, Dave, but Jeff, you took up almost all that time you asked about. Well, so. uh, thanks for the clock. Yeah, we've reached Appreciate the end of the show. Special thanks to Ben Alexander, our producer, engineer, NC State Furman, coming up on Saturday night, 7.30 kickoff. Pre-game coverage begins on the network at 5.30 p.m. We'll talk to you then. Wolfpack Sports Network from Learfield. You've been listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Coach Dave Doran, presented by Coors Light. Tune in each week throughout the season to get the latest on NC State football. Wolfpack Weekly has been brought to you by Brickhouse Sports Bar and Grill, the Triangle's premier sports pub and bar, located in the heart of Raleigh off Hillsborough Street. Coca-Cola, new look, improved taste, new Coke, zero sugar, and by GFL Environmental, because everyone wins when we take care of the environment. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Wolfpack Sports Network.